We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, welcome back. Final hour. Beamer in for Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Hope you're enjoying the show so far. We'd enjoy to hear from you. Appreciate to hear from you. However, you want to word that. 803-0930, star 930, Volkswagen Abortion Park, text board's open. 803-0930. It is the final hour of the show. So anything we've talked about the last three hours, you can call in and comment. 803-0930, star 930. DNA test kit results. Uh, what brings you to the polls? What keeps you away from the polls? And things you things that frustrate you in a conversation. I'll explain all those, but Marie in Amherst has been very patient. Marie, she did an ancestry kit. Marie, thank you so much for hanging on. Oh, sure, Joe. What uh, what did you do? Well, first question: What got you to want want to submit one of these tests? Uh, I was adopted and uh, just looking for, uh, you know, my mother and see if I had any siblings. And what did you, uh, what are the things you learned when you got your results back? Uh, Well, I did the Ancestry.com and um, I found out, uh, you know, my mother was about 17 when she gave me up for adoption here locally. And then she moved out of state and I found out that she had uh, three children from uh, her new husband. And when she was about 36 years old, he murdered her. He shot her. Oh, geez. Um, and, and the and my half-siblings were in the house at the time. Now, how old were your half-siblings when this happened? Uh, they were young, like, you know, three, uh, five, somewhere around there. All right. Now, you, so you found that I mean that's that's heartbreaking. Have you? I know. Did they that they caught obviously caught her husband? Yes, um, he was only in jail for about five years. He had severe uh, mental issues that he had to be medicated for. Um, and when he came out, after he came out, after a while, um, the siblings actually reconnected with him. Oh wow. Um, now, have are you in regular contact with your discovered siblings? The only one that is still alive is just uh, one half sister. Uh, I have spoken to her on the phone uh, a number of times, um, but I really don't have any interest in meeting her. Anything else that you found out from these tests, Marie, that that shocked you? I mean, obviously nothing tops that. But anything else that that was surprising? 
Well, what was interesting for me is that I always had my adoption papers, and they had my last name on there, which I found surprising. And it was Italian, which didn't make sense because I had received non-identifying information from Father Baker's, and there was no Italian in my uh, uh, background. So I couldn't understand why I had an Italian name on my adoption papers. But come to find out that my mother... um, her, my my grandmother actually divorced and remarried, and the person that she remarried was Italian, and he ended up adopting um, my half siblings, and and so I found that interesting. That's why that name was on there. So you got to you got to answer some questions that had been uh, hanging over your head. Yeah, I did. So Marie, uh, would you would you say that it, it came as advertised? There, it, it met expectations. Uh, yeah, it was. I didn't really use it uh, much after I found out that information, and I found that information quite quickly. Um, there was a basic tree, and I found the. What I did was I got my birth certificate once New York State allowed it, and so I knew the last name. So once I found that, and I uh, was able to find uh, some information and an email address actually for my nephew, and I was able to email him got in touch with my half-sister, and then after all of that, um, I haven't used it since. That I, My questions were answered. Well, Marie, I appreciate you hanging on and sharing that with us. Sure. Thanks, Joe. Thank you. Marie and Amherst opens a line for you at 803-0930, star 930. Um, yeah, I, I mean, you know, you, you've got questions about your family, and uh, they get answered. Sometimes you find out, I mean, that's, that's absolutely heartbreaking. Um, you, you find that out, and, uh, you know, I think I'd probably, as much as I said I'd want to, you know, go on and, and, and build a, tr- uh, a tree and everything, I I think I'd probably be more like Marie. I'd get the answers to questions I have about my family, and then I'd probably leave it at that. But I, I don't know. Once you have the information, you, maybe you want to go further. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, I'm the kind of guy that says I want to put a puzzle together, and then I start the puzzle, and it sits on the floor, and, you know, the Roomba runs over the puzzle, and my wife said, oh, you haven't finished that yet. You know, that was three months ago. Wait a minute. Did I just admit that we only vacuum our apartment every three months? No, but, you know, you know what I'm saying. 803 star 930. Another thing we got into earlier in the show, um, and maybe you were uh, working, you weren't tuned in. I, I was just expecting someone to tell me that I was out of line. And, and you know, as I said, I understand. We all have times where life is stressful. We all have times where life gets the best of us. I I understand that. I was talking about in a conversation, okay? And we talked about this in the 2 o'clock hour. So I I apologize for those who are listening in the 2 o'clock hour that I'm repeating myself. Uh, But but I thought, you know, we've gained some listeners since then. Maybe I would throw this out again and and see if it gets anything. Um, You know, when, when someone is, when you are in a conversation, okay, and I say this, and I've been guilty of this, by the way. You know, I'm not saying that I'm, I am the furthest out of everyone listening to this radio station right now. I am the furthest from, from perfect. Okay. I'll admit that. I am the furthest from perfect compared to anyone listening to the show. And I'm fine with that. Okay. Um, but the expression, I've got a lot on my mind. I'm sorry. I've got a lot on my mind. I feel that expression should be before anyone commits to a conversation. 
I think after a conversation, after someone has been talking to you, and as a texter put it, you look up and go, huh, what? I'm sorry, I have a lot on my mind. Like, are we just too uncomfortable as a society to just say that before the person starts talking? Uh, There's nothing more frustrating than telling someone something that you find to be very interesting. And then you get the blank stare and something along the lines of, I'm sorry, I have a lot on my mind. Well, you could have told me that before I started talking. So I went into this at the 2 o'clock hour. I'm not going to repeat everything. But if anyone thinks that that's out of line, again, I don't mean to be offensive, but is that, is that um, heartless to say? I, 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 I'd like to know your, your thoughts on that, 803-0930. I'd also like to know your thoughts of what people say in conversation that you find annoying, that you find frustrating. You know, because we've all had those conversations. We've all had that when, when someone's just not paying attention, when you can tell they're not, you know, they're, they're looking at you, but they're not looking at you, or they're just buried in their phone. If I find that someone I'm talking to is buried in their phone, I just stop the conversation, right? There's something obviously very interested, interesting on your phone. You do that, we'll talk later. Or maybe I'll text it to you. There's a better chance that you'll actually understand what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I wanted to share that again. I wanted to throw that out again just in case uh, someone new to the show uh, had something to say. And again, I threw that out there thinking that 100% people were going to say, oh my gosh, Joe, that's so insensitive. You know, you have, to, you have to recognize what the person's going through. And like I said, I do. Just tell me before I start talking. Just tell me before I start talking. We'll be fine. I completely understand. I just, I think it's a, we're too uncomfortable to say that before someone starts talking. But I don't know. I, I just wanted to put that out there again. All right. Now, again, anything we've talked about in the show, we'll take calls on, we'll take text on. But this is something I wanted to get to on Friday. Didn't get to it on Friday. So I want to get to it now. And it's something that uh, Brian Mazarowski talked about also on Friday. We're doing two things here. The first is this idea of the McDonald's adult Happy Meal. And I heard Brian say, you know, again, McDonald's adult Happy Meal. All right. I I don't know. But I heard Brian say that, you know, hey, there are things that we still do. We just don't want to grow up. I don't think that's I get what he's saying. And I think part of that's true. But he mentioned video games in that and I think, you know, I, I play video games. I play Madden. I don't play any other video games. I, I, I literally only play Madden and MLB The Show. Those are the only two games I play. And, you know, after a long day of work, right, you might like to go home, throw up your feet, and watch TV. I like to go home, put some music on the sound bar, and play Face of the Franchise in Madden. Or play, you know, against someone online. I don't think that's that childish. That's just part of my calming down, right? That's part of my, I've had a busy day. And, and, you know, I'm not going to say a stressful day. I have a pretty easy job. But I've had a busy day, and I just want to calm down. I want to just relax. To me, playing a game or two, uh, to a Madden is me relaxing. But to that point, I think there is a part of us 
that never want to grow up, right? I mean, I still watch SpongeBob SquarePants on a regular basis. SpongeBob started when I was in fifth grade, and I still watch SpongeBob at least once a week, all right? Now, I can understand that. What I don't understand are people that are paying extra money for the adult Happy Meal. This is the one that's lost on me. Now, hey, do I still want to be a kid at heart? Of course, we all, we all do things that, you know, kind of just let us escape reality. Watching cartoons, watching an old Disney movie from when we were kids, right? I love watching the movie Blank Check or First Kid from back when I was a kid, of course. But I am also am an adult and I'm pretty cheap. People are paying three to five dollars more so they can get a toy with their adult Happy Meal. And I don't know if you've seen these toys. They're just the like McDonald's characters who I don't know any of their names except for Ronald McDonald. Grimace. And Grimace. But people are paying five extra dollars from the combo meal price so they can get a McDonald's toy in their adult Happy Meal. For me, that's where I draw the line. I might joke about it and say, oh, I'm going to get an uh, adult Happy Meal. You charge me five, five more dollars? Never mind. But I, have, I, I don't see anything wrong. Now, if you're sitting at home all day playing Madden and not going to work, and you lost your job over it, and you know your social life has completely collapsed because you're playing games, that's a little different. I don't think picking up a controller and playing a game for an hour or two after a long day of work, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Again, as long as it's not getting in the way of your responsibilities. I don't think there's anything wrong with throwing on a Disney movie, throwing on a, a, a movie from back when you were a kid. We've all done that. You know, I can still quote the movie Blank Check. Why? I watch it regularly. But the, 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 the needing a toy with my meal, I might, I might just draw the line there. I don't know. I might just draw the line there. Uh, Alan talked about the price of a 25-cent hamburger. I remember when I, was, uh, when I was in intermediate school, at the Hornell Intermediate School, my parents would give me a dollar. Every uh, every day, right? A dollar, maybe it was two dollars. It was a low amount of money, but that two dollars—I think it was two dollars—would get me a drink and a snack from the convenience store, which was named Convenience Store. And then I would walk to um, to my babysitter's house. And one time, I decided to not. This is this was my first experience in saving money. I decided not to spend the two dollars. One, one day, and the next day I had $4. So I walked down to Burger King, which was across the street from the convenience store. Well, down the street and across from the convenience store. And I got a cheeseburger and fries for two bucks. Probably couldn't do that now, but that was my, and, and a drink. So it was three bucks. And that was my, oh, I saved money and now I got this nice meal from it. But no toy, even in third grade. I didn't care too much about the toy. Um, but I, I thought that was interesting. Now, when we come back, I want to hear from you at 803-0930, star 930. And this, this is from last week. So I don't need someone texting me, Joe. This is old news. But Aaron Judge hit his 60-second home run ball, right? 
seventh best in the MLB. It didn't break any record. It's seventh best in the MLB. It's first best in the American League, but it's 2022. We're not really differentiating leagues anymore. Come on now. So seventh best um, on the single season home run list. Okay. Um, and it was the ball was caught. And the gentleman that caught the ball was offered $2 million to sell this ball. I want to know from you, if you caught something like that, it doesn't have to be Aaron Judge's ball, but if you had something in your possession, are you going to get rid of it right away? Or is this something you hold on to and try to see if it gains money? And the second part of this question, in reality, in, in reality, do you own a piece of memorabilia that's actually worth money? Like, if you decided to part with this piece of memorabilia, you could make money off of it. Call in. Don't tell us where you live. Call in and tell us about your sports memorabilia or, or any kind of memorabilia that might be worth money. Or tell us about the memorabilia that's really just special to you and probably has no financial gain uh, in selling. I have a few things I want to mention. I'd love to hear your examples. 803-0930, star 930. Beamer in for Bowerly. Back after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. See some and blink and MXPX rock in my room. If you're looking for me, I'll be at the show. I can never find a better place to go until the day I die. I promise I won't change. So you better give up. I don't want to be told to grow up. And I don't want to change. I just want to have fun. I don't want to be told to grow up. And I don't want to change. So you better That's right. Welcome back. Beamer in for Bowerly. Final segment here on News Radio 930 WBEN. What we've talked about so far today, we talked about Bill's fever ramping up here in Western New York. You can say it's from the flags outside people's houses, the flags on people's cars, decorations in people's yards. 
I say you can tell the fever by the fact that someone paid $250 a ticket to sit three rows, I'm sorry, five rows from the top in the corner of the stadium. That's right. I sold my tickets to uh, yesterday's game, and I'll tell you, I probably I will probably go to every remaining game this season. But the fact that I was able to sell them within two hours of putting them on the market for two fifty each after fees, making a profit of four hundred bucks, I have now not only paid for my season tickets, I've started to make a profit, and that's off two games. Again, I won't probably sell another game, and it's just funny. I mean, it's just interesting. I had these tickets for 13 years before um, the pandemic. Not once could I sell a ticket. There were times I'd go to games by myself. I I mentioned this in the 2 o'clock hour. I'd go to games by myself because I couldn't give the other ticket away. And now look, making a profit off off two games. That's how you can tell the fever in Western New York. How are you seeing the Bills fever in Western New York? And what would you be willing to pay for a game? Also, DNA test kit stories. We've heard some stories already. Uh, If you have a story you'd like to add, 803-0930. Expressions you don't like to hear during uh, conversations. The expression, I've got a lot of on my mind as an excuse for not paying attention to what the person just said. I'm not a fan of it. Again, just tell me before I start talking. And what brings you to the polls? Why do you vote? Why don't you vote? We hear all this talk about politics and all oh, the nations, the pulse of the nation. And, but reality is there are many Americans that don't go to the polls. There are many Americans who do not vote. Why is that? Lack of choice? The toxic politics that we live in now? And why can't we have a conversation about differing opinions without someone yelling back and forth? Is it because we're not confident in our opinion? Again, the point I made today was if you cannot listen to someone's opinion, if you cannot let someone finish their opinion without yelling at them, I'm going to believe it's because you don't have, you don't know how to back up your opinion in an intelligent way. Anyone wants to debate me on something, I'll let you finish. I'll let you finish what you're saying. But I'd like to think I have an intelligent comeback (laughs) or intelligent reason to support my opinion. And then the one I wanted to talk about to finish the show here. Memorabilia throughout your house. So someone caught Aaron Judge's 60-second home run, right? And that's the American League record. That's the Yankees record. It's not the MLB record. The MLB record is held by Barry Bonds. Um, But the ball... Will be is worth money, and the guy who caught it was already offered two million dollars. Now, by the way, people out there saying he didn't need it, this guy already has a lot of money. Well, then you should have bought tickets there. If you wanted the ball, you should have bought tickets there. I don't care that he already has the money, he caught the ball. Good for him. I hope he gets as much as he can for it. But I want to know. What mem- well, number one, if you had caught that ball, would you sell it right away? As I said on Friday, I would sell that ball right away. I would sell that ball. If someone could give me $2 million in the stadium, I'd sell it in the stadium. I don't want this ball on my hands. Do you know how many things I've lost? Money, car keys. 
There are still keys to my Honda Civic somewhere in Syracuse. I lose things. Could you imagine the feeling if you lost a $2 million ball? I mean, honestly, could you imagine that feeling if you dropped the $2 million ball and it went into like a sewer grate or something? <laughs> so I would sell that right away as fast as I could. $1.5 million? Here, take the pay cut. Give me the money. Would you sell that right away or would you hold on to it? And tell me about memorabilia throughout that you have at home. Is it worth something to everybody? Or maybe it's just worth something to you. Now, I have a bunch of New York Mets autographs. I would imagine the only one that might be worth money. Well, there's probably three that are worth money, right? Uh, Justin Turner, David Wright, and Curtis Granderson. But I'm not going to sell those. Because to me, that memorabilia reminds me of a trip to spring training. And that was so much fun. And that's, again, that's something that I will always hold on to. And, you know, every time I, look, I, see, I see these uh, signed baseballs, it reminds me of, uh, of a fun vacation. It, it's worth something to me. Right? Aaron Judge's home run ball, no offense to Yankee fans, no offense to Aaron Judge. It's not worth anything to me. Stuff signed by players that I really adored at the time, that's the time that they, they were playing for the Mets. That means something to me. You know what I mean? I have, now, I have a Rick Martin signed jersey. I'm sure that's probably worth something. But, you know, I'm a Sabres fan. I love the Buffalo Sabres. Rick Martin, not a player I got to see uh, in my lifetime, but... A, a, a great with the Sabres. He's got his uh, number in the rafters. I'm not going to get rid of that jersey because I appreciate it. And I remember going and taking it and getting it signed by Rick Martin. So, I don't, yeah, I might get something for it. But, again, that's, for me, every time I see that jersey, I remember meeting Rick Martin at the Channel 7 Studios when I was in high school. And he signed the back of the jersey. So that means something to me. And I would say probably most of the sports things I have throughout my, throughout my house or my apartment, yeah, probably isn't worth much in the open market. You know, my, my father has a hokey shrine in his basement. I'd say a majority of that stuff isn't worth anything, but it's worth something to us, right? We've got pom-poms from, uh, from big tech games, tickets from big tech games. It's worth something to us. But again, you give me the Aaron, the judge ball, if that landed in my hands at the game, if you had a briefcase with $2 million in it, here you go. I don't want to hold on to this thing. This, as soon as I lose it, I mean, I know how I felt when I dropped, again, when I dropped the keys in Syracuse and have yet to find them. I can't imagine how I feel dropping a $2 million ball. Ilya on line two. Ilya on line two in Amherst. Ilya, good afternoon. Hey, how are you today, Beamer? I'm doing well, Ilya. You've got some memorabilia? I do, I do. I actually just sold a couple cards, and I know you'll appreciate one of them. Uh, one was a Pete Alonzo, one of one autographed top wow. card. Wow. I uh, sold that on an auction site, and I have, have also a uh, Julio Rodriguez, one of ten, uh, signed by him as well. And that sold as uh, on the same auction site. I got about uh, five seventy-five for the two cards. Wow! Together. 
How did you get your hands on that Pete Alonzo sign card? Uh, I actually opened a box of cards, and it was in there. So you know, you you get those uh those card sets where you take a chance, and it, that they promise that one of the cards is a good one. Well, they don't promise anything, but there's oh. a chance that you get that you get one of you know you can get a one of one, and I ended up getting one. That's awesome. That's. I also have a uh, piece of uh, Shea Stadium that I think you'd be interested in. What what uh what's the what's the piece of Shea? A, a field level seat back. Signed by Tom Seaver. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and I, it's in a case, and I bought that uh, about 15 years ago when, you know, Shea was being demolished. Oh, that that is an amazing uh, piece of memorabilia right there. I'm a lifelong Mets fan, so I, I I feel your pain today. Oh, we're both in, yeah, we're both in pain. That <laughs> I'll tell you, you know, and, and I love the Bills, don't get me wrong, but after what I saw the Mets do with all the promise all season, I'm just taking the Bills one game at a time. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. Well, hey, that. Now let me ask you about uh, cards, because I've been studying cards the last few months. Uh, sports cards, is there more worth in those cards that have piece of the jersey in it? Um, depends on the player, I guess. Uh, you know, like a LeBron James piece of his jersey is worth more than somebody that doesn't have the, the name recognition. Okay. Is that uh, the best way to get them, those packages of cards? Like the, the box of cards? Yeah, the, bo- the box you can buy them at Target, Walmart. You know, you take a chance and sometimes you luck out. I, I ended up getting uh, about uh, 2017. I got a one of five Shoei Otani signed card. I wow. ended up selling that for thirty five hundred. Wow! Oh man, I got to get into the sports card game. Yeah, you got you to. You know, it's, it's it takes some time, but it's worth it if you stick with it. Now, the cards that at the time don't seem like a big deal. Do you still keep those? Do you have a book of cards? Yeah, I have multiple books of you know rookies and draft picks and uh, you know like for instance. Uh, I have a Joe Musgrove signed card, and mm. you know, I've had it for a bunch of years, and now it turns out that, you know, he's hot. So, Yeah, well, yeah, he had, hey, you can't take anything away from him. He had a good game last night. He did pitch a great game, that's that's for sure. But Hey, Ilya, I'm so, I'm so glad you called. Thank you so much. Yeah, good to talk to you. You too. Ilya and Amherst opens the line for you. 803-0930, star 930. When I was a kid, my parents would buy me packs of cards. You know, that was a thing. I had a book of cards, and I had a Michael Jordan baseball card from when he was with the Chicago White Sox. Well, when he was with the Chicago White Sox minor league team. And when we moved to Buffalo, that card got lost in the shuffle. I have no idea where that card went, but I'll never forget it. It was one of those... And Josh, you might not know this, but in the '90s, th- like um, 3D cards that you you know they had like it was the card, and then Michael Jordan kind of was raised out of the card. Those were big, and I had one of those Chicago White Sox, and you know I had it in a nice book. That book of cards disappeared on the trip from uh, Hornell to Buffalo. Um, but I've been thinking it's funny that he called in because I've been seeing ads pop up on Instagram. And I'm thinking, you know, why why not? I work a second job. Maybe when I have like a little surplus of money, just go buy one of those boxes 
And hey, if you luck out, cool. If not, you just make a buck and maybe one of those ones that at the time don't seem to be worth something will grow into something. But we'll see. 803 930 star 930. Memorabilia doesn't have to be sports. Does not have to be sports memorabilia. But what is memorabilia that you have that is either worth something in the general market or it's got a personal meaning? 803-0930, star 930. And are you you like Ilya? Do you buy memorabilia? Um, like he has the Tom Seaver signed uh, seatback, which is awesome. Is that the kind of thing that you would have that you would sign or is it the kind of thing that you would find at like a garage sale hold on to it for five years and try to make a profit off it another piece of memorabilia that i have that probably isn't worth anything is a seat back from the odd that i got on my walkthrough of the odd before they tore it down um i was just a kid in college and um now that's cool that's awesome that is a piece of buffalo sports history but it's not signed by anybody. It's not really marked. So I don't think that's worth anything to anybody. But I think it's cool. And it, it kind of goes well with the little sports display, right? So I think that's a cool piece of Buffalo history. And it's cool to own that. But I'm under no belief that I can put that in the market and make money. Or that I'd want to. I think that's something I want to hold on to. You know, it, just like at Highmark Stadium. If the, uh, if the ability to get a seat from Highmark Stadium is put on the market or a piece of the bleacher in Highmark Stadium, I'll be jumping all over that. But we'll just have to wait and see. Josh, you uh, you studied hockey cards, you said. Yeah, actually, during the pandemic, I have uh, I have a lot of hockey cards. You know, like those three-inch like school binders? I have one that's like kind of like bulging open because I have so many hockey cards in there. Granted, I also have, you know, uh, I don't know if you remember the Sabres used to sell the eight by tens. Oh, the players. I do. I do. I have one. I have one in between each page for a certain amount of pages. That was like my divider. Like, okay, you're going to the next page of cards. Here's a picture of Tony Ludman or uh, Henrik Talinder or somebody like that. Because that was like when those were big, at least for me anyway, when the Sabres had those guys on the team. But um, yeah, no, I tried to, I was really into it, uh, during the pandemic, looking into how to sell cards, how to value them. And, you know, you have to like really look at the card and figure out what card you have because there's multiple different levels. It's kind of like, um, if you've ever bought like soccer cleats or baseball cleats, the lowest level is like super simple and it doesn't look anything, but then the hot and it's cheap. And then the highest level has like all these extra like colors and additions and things like that and it's really expensive and that was like what i was that was where i got caught up with uh just trying to figure out which card i actually have was like okay i i have this card of ryan miller now is it the super expensive one or is it the 99 cent one how are you supposed like, to know that it, it's it's tough because you you're you're doing it all on your laptop and you th- like uh, that was where I stopped because I was like I think I have this one but I don't know and then I was looking so it has into to be a certain brand card. Well, no, it's not even the brand. It's it's what's on the card. There's like the holographic card which looks different than the regular card. Like one of them's shiny and one of them's not. And then it also depends on the condition, obviously, and and if it's a certain number number card, like how that guy was saying he has a one of five. Or yeah, a one of or one. one of one. Pete Alonso. But I mean. I got to the point where I was like, you know, I should probably just take this kind of stuff to someone to look at it, but can't. I couldn't find anybody locally, and it, it's also money then. I should have said something, but if I had a 101 of Pete Alonso signed, 
Aren't you holding on to that for at least five more seasons? Oh yeah, I would right? hold on to it till he. I, I'd hold on to it till he retired or won the World Series or something. Like, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't get rid of it now. I think the person I'd who bought it. that probably got a steal. Right, and and I, it, the the reason I actually got into this was because around that time the uh, uh, Connor McDavid's rookie card from his rookie season sold for I think nineteen and a half million dollars. Wow. Oh my. And then gosh. I was like, wow, I wonder if I have a card like that. So I started looking through my book. <laughs> Um, but it was, it was, it's cool. It's, it's fun. And I have it all like separated by team too. Like I have like, you know, the Sabres, all of them. And then the, the wow, you really, I, I was bored. You really during, nerded out. Well, I was bored during the pandemic. I had nothing well, to do. That's, so that's true. That's true. I figured, Hey, I could organize these and. Well, Josh, whatever. welcome back. Thanks. Yeah. It's good, good to be back. Good to have you back. Tom will be back in this chair tomorrow. I know everyone's excited for that. I'll be back at nine o'clock with Brian Mazarowski on BMAZ and Beamer. I want to thank the best audience in radio, the WBEN audience, for the calls, the texts, the social media interaction. Um, really, really appreciate it. You guys don't know how much it means. I mean, I get to babble for four hours, and that's my job. And I'm the luckiest person in the world uh, to be able to do that. And it's thanks to you. I mean, if no one listened, I wouldn't be on the radio. So I thank you so much for listening. Uh, I always say this. I know what it's like. When, you're tuning, when you turn on your favorite radio show and the host of the show is not there and it's some uh, moron like me. So I'm happy uh, that I'm able to do this. I, I want to thank everybody. Um, it, it's been a pleasure filling in. Tom is back tomorrow, 2 o'clock. That means the A-plus WBEN lineup is fully intact. I'll talk to you at 9 a.m. tomorrow on Beam As and Beamer. Have a great Monday night, Buffalo. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.